for Valentine's Day. Oh, dang. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dang. That's right. We can capitalize on that. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the newest episode of Echo Spective coming at you, not live, but pre recorded. Direct. Coming <laughs> yes. at you, recorded and direct. Yeah, direct. There we go. Uh, hey, Marquise, you know what today is? Um, uh, I'll give you Hearts a hint. Day? Hearts, Hearts Day? Hearts Day. Yeah, my hint was going to be uh, a baby with uh, a bow and arrow. And I was going to say a baby with a diaper. Well, a baby do wear a diaper. I was going to say a grown man. <laughs> a grown man. <laughs> that's what Cupid, Cupid is not a baby. You know what? We'll keep going on that. That's man. right. <laughs> grown man with the diaper on anyway <laughs> hi y'all um welcome to echo spectrum i am of course as you know i'm marquise and i'm nathan and uh happy valentine's day to all the absolutely listeners. not to you nate but to, to the <laughs> that's right <laughs> that's okay i wasn't uh, expecting anything from you yeah thank you <laughs> i do like anything. chocolate though oh um, hey <laughs> So yeah, uh, we're we're going strong, man. Um, what episode number is this? I think it's like this number was seven. Yeah, yeah, number we is... we moving along. It Tell is, you what, man, we gaining we gaining new listeners. I'm hearing. Yeah. Um, you want to share a little bit of that real quick? I would love to share. Every other day or so, I sign into our analytics portal, and I like to see. Of course, you know how the episodes are tracking, but it also has a handy dandy little map in there and it shows you uh, what your reach looks like. Um, so early on, it was kind of cool to see new states get highlighted and it tells you how many downloads you have. Um, and then one day we saw uh, Germany lit up. So, you know, that's why we gave a German shout out in the last episode absolutely then uh, a few days ago i log in and i see we have some canadian listeners how cool is mm. that and i don't even know anybody in canada do you no i don't i so, do not at all somebody is telling somebody who might be telling somebody else about what we're doing um and then uh yesterday i log in and um there was a South African. Uh, oh wow, that is that, that's reaching. That, that's across that the that's across the little pond. <laughs> it's it's down there, man. Um, yeah. and oh, there was somewhere else I can't remember right now, but it's crazy. Like that that's just so encouraging, and just to see that organic growth. Um, yeah, it, yeah, because sometimes you, you don't realize how far you reach. Yeah. Um, because we are in our little bubble and it's, it's really hard to kind of manage that. But when you actually see it, it's like, wow. You know, even if it's just, you know, a little bit, I can imagine those that's on that upper echelon scale. Oh, um, I know. But, you know, because I, I know how I, I'm like, no way. It's just, it's amazing that, you know, ears 
can hear and you know sound can travel to where people are interested to what you have to say. And I thank you guys. I just before we go any further, I just oh yeah, want to thank you and, and and continue. Please spread it out to other people. Let other people hear what what we have to say. Yeah, and you know I figured uh, at the top of this episode, let's go ahead and talk about how people can get in touch with us in case for some strange reason they don't make it to the end of the episode. <laughs> That's right. Echospective.com. That's right. You can go there and it'll take you anywhere else you want to go. Uh, it's got links in there for all the main podcasting outlets. Uh, and you can even find us on some of the ones that aren't main outlets. Um, yeah, Google could probably help you find out all the other ones. There, there are too many to list. And uh, you can reach out to us via the website. There's a nice button. Uh, that says uh, send us a message you can send us an email yes. or you can call us at 336-298-8124 that's 336-298-8124 that is correct and we're probably not going to answer <laughs> no, no but you can, you can leave us a message and uh, let us know who you are and a good way to get in touch with you and uh, if you have a story to share we'd love to have you on the show and you, absolutely again you know you don't have to be like a professional musician or a musician at all um if you just have a story about how music has influenced your life in any way and we'd, we'd love to hear that and i'm sure our listeners would too yeah and as you will be able to tell um that we have a broad scope of interviewers or interviewees that we have that's right. From all different backgrounds and genres. So don't just think that because of who you are, we may not be interested. We're interested. And if you have a story, as Nate said, we want to hear it. I'm interested, you know, yeah. to getting it out because there there are ears out there that that your story to you may not be as encouraging because you you live it. But when you speak it out to others and others hear it, it may be encourage someone to push a little harder. It may encourage someone to change the the direction that they're going. I mean, you don't know oh, what yeah. your story can can help someone do. So please, you know, get in contact with us. And I'll tell you, that's one of the most interesting and exciting things that I've experienced just in the short time of us doing interviews with people is just listening to their stories. And of course, even if we're talking to people that we know, there's still something there that we didn't know about them. And it's been so great to kind of move into that role of the listener and, and go, man, if, if I didn't know this person and I was hearing their story, what would be some of the things that I would want to know about them? So interviewing these people and learning more about them, and again, even if, if they're friends of ours, there, there's always something you can learn about somebody. Um, it's just really helped drive the way that these discussions go. Um, and it's just been really neat that even though we are facilitating the interview, we're also the, the, the listener and, and learning along with our other listeners. So it's, it's been great. Yeah. Also, um, Nate, I'm looking at the website, little cheat sheet here. Oh, yeah. Um, and I see a little coffee cup down there. What does that mean? Oh, well, let me see. Uh, I don't really drink coffee, um, mm. but I like hot chocolate. 
So maybe that could, that could be a hot chocolate cup. <laughs> oh, so yeah, hot if, chocolate cup. Yeah, that's right. If if you're um, traversing our website, you see that little uh, cup. We're just called it. It's a generic cup. You click that cup, and it takes you to a website called Buy Me a Coffee. Um, and that's just a real easy, simple way. If you like what we do, and you would like us to continue to do what we do, um, you know. Just uh, throw a little change our way. It's no big deal. You don't have to, but if you and feel thank you in advance, that's right. Um, if you feel like you want to do that, hey. And how much is a cup of coffee? Like, I don't know, five bucks or something like that. Again, I don't drink coffee, so I don't know. Yeah, me neither. So I don't know either. <laughs> and if I did drink coffee, we have it for free at work, so I wouldn't have to buy it. But if you are out there and you do buy coffee, maybe one of those days just. Don't buy a cup and send that that do re mi our way. Or not. Mm. It's okay. We'll still do what we want to do. Yeah. But, but you it's can help. up there just in case you want to. That's right. You can help support the show. Um so speaking of the the whole interview process, Marquise, who do we have this week? This week we have a gentleman by the name of Reggie Love. Reggie and- Love. And how fitting is to have Reggie Love on oh, Valentine's Day? We didn't oh even plan gosh, it like that. We did not. <laughs> we did not. We should I'm have totally you, pretended like we did. Oh God! I'm, <laughs> and this is this is straightforward. We as soon as I spoke it, I just realized that yep. it was Valentine's Day. So yeah. yeah. But anyway, Reggie Love will be with us. Um, he's a Christian um artist, rap artist. Um. And he's going to tell us a little bit about his story um, from from where he started, where he got in, in contact with himself as far as with his spirit, um, with, with God and what led him to, you know, to rap. Because, you know, uh, at the time he started, you know, it wasn't as as big as it is now. Right. So he, you know, he was more so um, but he was willing. You know, you're hearing this story. He was willing. It it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like he, you know, had was had to get, you know, pulled on a couple of times. You know, he he was led and he understood his calling right away. Some of us don't. And he just, you know, walked in it. So he has a really good story. Yeah, um, it's great. What what he wh- where he come from. All right. Well, after this word from our supporter this week. We're going to dive right into that interview. Dun, dun, dun. This week's episode is supported by Shades of Grey Painting, helping customers realize their dreams since 2006. Is that too much to ask for a paint company? We don't think so. Find them on the web at shadesofgreypainting.com. And remember, grey is spelled with an A because they're awesome. You could also call them direct, 336-580-1284. Shades of Grey Painting, your premier triad area painter. Hey yo, what's up everybody? This is Marquise, Echo Spectre. We got my man Reggie Love right here. We're gonna talk about some music and talk about his life. Yo, Reggie, what's going on, brother? 
What's going on? What's going on? It's your boy Reggie Love. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Before we get started going good, man, tell everybody um, your name and where they can find you and a little bit about yourself. Oh, no doubt. Uh, my name is Reggie Love. You can check out my website, ReggieLoveMusic.com. You can also go check out my album and my new single on all music outlets. Yes. Anywhere you listen to music. Yes, sir. You got any singles off that you can say? And let them know. Yeah, I got um my new single that's out. It's called The Goat. Uh, you go find that everywhere. It's doing pretty good numbers right now. Just need a little bit more support. We gonna get to the top. And then I got another single releasing soon. So it's only up for here. Check them out, y'all. Check them out. We'll we'll definitely give you that information again before we get out of here. So let's get going, man. Hey, yo, Reggie, tell us about um your music um beliefs and your talents that you bring to the table and and how you got started with it. Well, uh, I started off in the church doing music. Um, and then once I got to college, you know, I kind of did the college deal. And then once I got out, I was trying to be an R&B and a secular hip hop uh, rapper. Um, that didn't fare too well. Um, so I had to talk with God. I'm like, you know, I'm trying to do this, Lord, what I need to do. And he said, well, you know, you can do this your way or you can do it my way. You can do the music for me and it'll go or you can keep trying to do it your way. So when he gave me that realization talk, you know, I came up with my first album called Switch Sides. Um, and that's basically what I did. You know, I went from the secular world and I probably wasn't in it, but more than, believe it or not, five to seven months. Yeah. <laughs> like, you hopped know, in, hopped out, jump rope style. Like, I'm in and out of that. Yeah, I'm out of here. This ain't for me, y'all. I'm out. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. But, you know, that was a transition for me, man. And it, it, it's brought me great things. You know, I wasn't getting any shows doing a little R&B deal. Wasn't able to record any albums or anything, but as soon as I switched sides, man, I had a whole album done. I'm doing shows. It, it just was up, man. Even though you say you wasn't doing the secular music too long, but I know you started listening to it. But when when you heard that voice saying, this isn't for you, immediately jump ship, like I'm all in, or did you have any like internal battles with, with that? Well, um, you know, we all like to think we are something until it's proven you're not. And, you know, when it wasn't proven that I was doing, you know, or needing what I needed, you know, it happened quick. My faith in God has always been strong, you know. He allowed you to do different things, to go to different places and see it. But once you really get that wake-up moment or that realization moment and you realize you need to be doing it for God and everything that you do, uh, the results are a lot better. Yeah. I'm definitely with you. You just gotta, you gotta, that's, that's all about faith, all about taking that faith, taking that, you know, okay, Lord, you know, I know I want to do this, but if you want me to do this over here, then I, I know I need to be over here. Sometimes, um, the hardest answer is to tell yourself, no, you gotta do something right. else. That, that's the hardest cause you know what your heart wants and you know what you want, but we also got to realize that he sees far more than what we see. So if he wants us over here, there's a reason why he wants us over here. There's some things that he wants us to do. Sometimes we listen and sometimes we don't. So that's good. I'm, I'm definitely glad that you chose to listen because we wouldn't have, you know, the great work that you have without you, without you listening. Um, so right. tell me. I like I'm, to get one weapon and then switch it up. I don't like to keep getting whooped. Yeah, 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 yeah. You right with that. <laughs> that, that hurt, you know. And you, you can tell me one time, you know, not me right, one it. time. I'm I'm good. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Wait, where well, I need to go? I go get in line right now. So right now. But yeah, so um tell me a little bit about your music as far as um 
how you got started and when um when you started listening to music how how did that move you to to get to where you are and to, to get to the spot that you are right now um when your your first time getting on stage and you know and and rapping and you said you sing and you, you know you do comedy i think you know we've talked before and you mentioned that you started off with comedy and I think your first event, you know, you was talking about, um, you know, doing a comedy show and you, you know, was rapping. So tell, tell us a little bit about that. Well, no doubt, man. I can probably say I officially started gospel maybe in 2013. Um, and my first show was a jokes and notes tour. It was like it was comedy uh, comedians there and it was uh, artists there. Me, I did both. I did comedy, and then I did my music set. And that was, like, my first ever set. My guy, uh, QS Bullock, uh, he also has a group, QS Bullock and Sacrifice. They put me on. They were doing a show. They say, it's comedy. You can do that, and it's music. So you just go up there. I'm going to give you 30 minutes, and you do what you do. So I did 15 minutes of comedy, and then did 15 minutes of, of music. Uh, it was still in the early stages, man. It was so early. I still had hair back then, but you know, man, now. <laughs> you tell it, yo, but you know what though? That's funny. You say that because I think that was big for you to be, for that to be your first and you got 30 minutes. Um, I think that's, that's, I don't know if that's normal. Cause I know when I've shows before most artists, you know, you get about 15 minutes at best. Um, and for you right. to get, you know, 30 on your first show. You won't nervous? Well, I mean, you know, I'm always ready to go. You know, sometimes the heart does beat fast, but you got to control that heartbeat. So, you know, for me, it was just second nature being up there. I'm already a comedian during the day, and I like to sing to myself and in the car and in the shower. So I'm platinum all over. Platinum but, all you know, over. For that, <laughs> there platinum you go. all over. But, but for that, you know, it was, it was easy for me. You know, they told me what I had to do. And when you plugged in at different shows, you know, they give you the minutes. You know, this is my man's show, so he gave me the good 30 minutes. He said, how many minutes do you need? An hour, 30 minutes? I'm like, man, I ain't got but three songs. Yeah, yeah. And I got these jokes, so, <laughs> you know, I'm so still I, early in the Hey, we'll we'll rock with it. Put that joke on loop, and I just start talking right. over the beat if I have to. So, right. So, but how, how how did you feel after after that show? I mean, did you get good response from people coming up to you? I mean, did, did that was that the point that you realized, I'm, I'm going all in, or were you already at that point where like, you know what, I'm doing this, this is the beginning of what I'm going to do, or was that like a test run for you to see if, you know, it, okay, Lord, I, I'm, I'm doing this, I don't know if this is where you want me to be, but I need confirmation, but I'm going to go do this. Right. For me, man, it's never a test run with God. If I'm doing it for God, that's what I'm doing. So, you know, for that first time, that was a great first show for me. It got me in the game. It threw me up there for 30 minutes. Got me, most people don't get that, like you said. So it, it got my feet wet early. And, you know, like I said, never doing anything as a test run for God. If God tell me, hey, this is what it is, then that's what it is. I'm not going to see how I like it and then go report back to God on what's going on. I'm going to tell him I'm doing it and do it and then yield the results. It's just like that bumper so, sticker that, that I disagree with strongly where it says, uh, Jesus or God is my co-pilot. Uh, why you want him to be your co-pilot? You need right, to be in the co-pilot. <laughs> I'm not, if, if, trust me, if Jesus is in the car with me, Hey, yo, you want this wheel? I sit over there. Right. You got it. I'll go right. wherever you taking me. So, but yeah, you basically that's what you're saying. When he say you do. 
you say jump, you say how high. Yeah. Right. When when you question it, that means your faith wavering. And I don't like to waver faith. I like to keep my faith low and strong, keep it at a hundred. That's the only thing that we have. Exactly. So tell me this. Um, what type of music do you listen to on your on your spare time when you either just cleaning up the house or riding in a long drive somewhere? And and tell me, does does music play um does mood play a role in, in what you listening to? Right. Well, for me, I listen to any type of music, uh, mainly hip hop and R&B. And I go to dibble and dabble on uh, comedy, you know, the serious film that you listen to a whole bunch of different music. And that's the type guy I am anyway. I like to skip when I try to hear my parts in the song and then go to the next one. So for me, I listen to anything um, on actual days that I have shows. I don't listen to nothing but me. Um, music does have an effect on people. Uh, positive or negative. Um, I can listen to the secular music and it's not going to have an influence in my brain for me to go and uh, rob the next man. It's not going to have an influence on me to go out and disrespect women. It's not going to have an influence on me to want to sell drugs. You know, it's just merely entertainment. And so when you're taking it as entertainment, then you have a different perspective of the actual secular music and hip, you know, different hip hop and R&B music. You have to have a strong mindset when you're dealing with music because it can control it. That's why I know that on my days of shows or leading up to shows, I don't need no music that's going to pollute my brain because the pollution of your brain make you forget your lines and stuff. And I ain't trying to forget no lines that I'm on stage. So I make sure that I don't pollute my brain with anything other than my music on game day. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, and kind of, um, kind of thinking about when you was talking about um listening to music and listening to all types of music and, and the art form of it you know I, being that you're a christian rapper um i know a lot of people may hear that and be like well you ain't supposed to listen to to secular music but um i think me and you, you and i we've talked about this before about you know watching tv shows you you can't listen to right. tupac but you can go watch poetic poetic justice Right. Or you can go. Right. Or Perfect can, example. Right. So, you know, that's one of your favorite movies. But you play a, right. a Tupac album. Oh, turn that off. That's the devil's music. How you feel about that? Right. Well, you know, I always like to say it's all what you can control. You know, if you can't go to the club and not have a drink, that's on you. So guess what? Don't go to the club. Yep. If you're tempted by these things, you can't control yourself when you're in that environment. That's what they made that rule for you. So it's not that, oh, you in church, but you going to the club. If I'm in the club and I ain't drinking, you know, and I'm just in there having a good time, then what's wrong with that? You come to church, you better be at church, because if you could go to the club, you can go to church. That's all, that's my old saying. So the people that's deep religious in church, you're pushing people away from the kingdom, which is the devil trick, tricking you. You so righteous and, and almighty that you can't see that you being tricked and pushing people away, but you should be bringing people in, telling them, oh, you didn't club, you shouldn't come to church. No, they need to come to church because if they can be in that club, they need to be in church to get in that word too because you're polluting yourself with everything wherever you go. In all honesty, the, the, most people that's in, that's in the clubs on Friday nights, Saturday nights, they in church on Sunday. Right. And, and the and, deal is, why they can't come to church? Yeah. You ain't yeah. supposed to be doing that. You ain't supposed to be pushing people away. But then, you get tricked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's it. That's it. So, you say you don't steal. That's cool. I uh, get it. Yeah. You ain't saying you ain't going to heaven, but you getting tricked. Man, you getting tricked. And you tricking others. And 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 that's a re- others. And, and, and that's And that's a reflection on you because when you stand before, you're going to be asked, why did you trick such and such? Why did you? You know better. 
So well, when did I trick them, Lord? Well, when you sat there and ran about telling them they was no good because they're in the club on Saturday and they come to church on Sunday, yeah. you were tricked and you deceived them. So that pushed them away. You was a soul you could have saved right then, but you pushed them away. All I need you to do, and all God is asking us to do his will, is show love and give love. And when you do that, you have great uh, outcomes. When you don't do that, is when you have issues. Well, one of the greatest commandments is, you know, love thy neighbor, treat your neighbor as yourself. So, you know, you wouldn't want nobody to to put you down for, you know, you ain't out there, you know, you ain't out there. Like you said, you listen to the music. They don't make you want to go rob a store. They don't make you want right. to go, you know, disrespect a female or woman. You know, it don't make you right. want to go do drugs because you listen to it. You know, it's the mood. It's the, the moment. You know, it's just like watching a good movie. You watch a good movie right. and you walk away from that movie like, man, that was awesome. And it's over. It's fake. It's, it's a facade. It's not real. Same thing when you listen to, to music. It's just like it's an art form. People have these these imaginary stories that they tell and that they putting behind the beat. Or we can take it as far as uh, poetry. You know, Edgar Allan Poe, you know, read some of his right. poems. You know, you can go in detail that some of these poems are taught in schools and they right. are and they are graphic poems. But rap music or R&B music you can't listen to it so um yeah I just wanted to get your thought on that because I always interested in how people deal with especially Christian artists and Christian you know performers in in that field how do they deal with that because I know it comes up a lot you know you can drive up or you can listen to me oh you ain't supposed to be listening to that so I just wanted to get your take on um how you dealt with stuff like that so that, right, you deal with what you can deal with. I'm gonna deal with what I can deal with. Yeah, it's just what like, I eat ain't gonna make you go to the bathroom. It's just simple as this. If you don't like it, turn it off. That's it. Unfollow. You, you ain't gotta Unfollow. blog it. You ain't gotta talk about it. You ain't gotta put me down. If you don't like it, just turn it off. Go to what you like. So, but yeah, okay. Tell me, um, tell me your your if you can remember your first time or give me a story about around around about the first time when you um first heard music you know something whether it's a song you know maybe back in the day you know run dmc or you know uh uh, james cleveland whatever it is a song that that kind of reflects and you like you know what this song right here every time i hear this it's like a movie you know every time you see a movie on that you like you you've seen it 20 times but you keep watching it is there a song that you can hear over and over again in any genre man it's a lot of them man um i probably say you know when i was a kid in that era we was learning songs you know we had to record it on a tape and then try to play it back and learn it but i can remember my first song and i was influenced by music i'd probably say like ll cool j you know guys like that because i learned that whole i need love song that was a whole five, six minute song. Oh yeah, they don't make, that, like, they don't make it like that no more. Man. They don't make it like that no more, man. <laughs> and that song right there, that made me want to be a singer or a rapper right there, and I didn't even know it. But most of my, you know, listening to him, that that right there was like, wow. You know, I listened to LL Cool J, Shy, Black Street, all of them. I had all of that era uh, of music. Song. I would say man, was was change. they don't people don't understand. And I know back then it was the seventies when people was like, man, the, the bands and that was that was. A, but we, I don't think we knew at that moment what type was of, in it. That yeah, we, I didn't because you look back now. And like you said, the black streets and, you know, and, and the shy and God, man, that, that era was just true. That era was just awesome. So I I definitely remember that. And for you to, to have that same, you know, background.
R&B and rap kind of really started to to like mesh together, you know, with the Method right. Man and the Mary J and, you know, and I think that those types of songs to get more involved. And honestly, for me, I didn't know any really um, gospel rap artists back then that was like on the level of the artist that was the secular artist. And I, right. I, and I used to buy Christian rap albums and I was always, yeah, wow. I had albums because I would really search for them. And back then, you know, they didn't have, you know, this was early 2000s for me. Right. And, and, you know, it was hard to find that, you know, we didn't have the internet as we have it now. So, right. you know, I had to order and hearing your story and, you know, growing up in the same era that I grew up in, it, I kind of understand, you know, listening to that type of music, man, it's just, it really can't, because you, you think of it now, all they doing is sampling the stuff that we used to listen to. Right. That's why it's jamming to us now. So if you listen to the sexy reds and all them, it's going to hook you because they're using the beats and stuff that we used to listen to. So you might not like what they're saying, but the beats they're using, it's the old, and that's it's, what it, make them get catchy quick and get blown up because they just recycling the beat that they know was famous, and now they just putting it on for the kids and what they want to hear these days. Absolutely, absolutely. So, yeah, man. But you know, um, that that that's awesome. That's an awesome story. You Let know. me add something to that, man. Because at the end of the day, uh, I probably say you know that was the rap and R and B side, but definitely I did have a gospel influence as well. I had the Kirk Franklins and different uh, guys like that. Uh, I didn't really know names, but I was hearing the songs, you know, because obviously we didn't have research. But, you know, I was hearing the songs. It wasn't late until I got to college. I was like, oh, that's what song, that's what song this was. Because I was in the line wire download the song, make a CD type deal. So I was able to be like, oh, that was the song name. Right. And I finally started again all those old gospel songs. But I'll think back my first one gospel song where I first did a rap. I figured it out. We did the song. It was called uh, Time to Make That Change. And then, you know, we singing the song, and then I just come out and do my part. And that's when it changed the game for me. I didn't even know that, you know, that's when I first did a gospel rap was when we did that song, It's Time to Make That Change. Man, that Back is home awesome. In church, I was in high school. This that's 2003. Okay. Okay. See that, that is, that's awesome. That's a change, you know, and that's, that's a game right. changer. You know, that's, that's something that, you know, you can relate to that you found that you're like, okay. Um, you know, and, and I'm, I'm with you too, with the Kurt Franklin's and, you know, and, and the Donnie McClurklin's and, um, you right. know, all of, you know, the, uh, Yolanda Adams, you know, right. that era. Cause honestly, that era Fred too. Hammond. Yeah. For, oh <laughs> man. Commission. Hammond. Commission, right, take man. six, take six was man. fire back then. You know, people you don't hear too many take six um groups. Well, actually, I don't think any. I think there's one group that's out that's 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 acapella. Um, is a group of them. Um, but yeah, the, you know, take six and you know, BB and CC whining, you know, that era was right. just you know, that that too. So that whole and all of that was around the same time, and I think that right. that molded a lot of us you know, to, to have the ear for music that we have now today and be able to see that. So that is awesome. Um, so let me, let me ask you, finish this sentence for me. Um, and this goes to, let's say, let's put this in the mind of all types of music that you listen to anything that you listen okay. to, um, finish this sentence. Um, music today is. Yeah. Uh, the music today is just evolving. 
uh, we went from live instruments to tracks to samples. And it's just, you know, going to continue to just keep getting better. Uh, they're going to keep developing different drum kits. I mean, now that everything's digital, you can pretty much play any type of drum pattern you want to do. And, you know, they figuring out the different frequencies in the music that, you know, attract different ears. And now if your game is even better, you know, you, if you know how to manipulate frequencies with the music, now you change the game because you, you're, you're, like you said before, I'm able to alter moods by the different frequencies that's being played in the music and the beats. Yeah, pretty much now you can have your state-of-the-art studio in your bedroom. Right. You know, and pretty much. Yeah, instead of, you know. One thing I, you don't got is an engine in your bedroom. And that engine is the one that's putting, pushing your music, blasting it everywhere, getting it to all the radios. I think T-Pain says 200,000 to get a number one or a chance at a number one. Wow. That's promotions, everything. You know, but it makes sense because I heard Master P say the same thing almost like it was a, a hundred thousand and all you had to put up was twenty thousand and they're gonna do the rest. Wow. Or you'll get that much of a percent. So what he did is he put up eighty thousand so there wasn't but twenty percent left for them and he would get eighty. So it was kinda crazy how that, you know, whole uh setup worked. And it makes sense though, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it it does. It does. So but man, I, I appreciate but one more thing I want I wanna um want you to go over we we talked about this off mic before and i want you to share it with us um we spoke of a webinar that you that you that you're working on um share share that with us um, and what's that about and, and how can people reach out to you to be a part of that webinar well first off uh we do have a webinar coming off and if they want to reach out and get a hold to me all you have to do is email us at reggielove2020 at gmail.com that's reggielove2020 at gmail.com and let us know that you're interested in the webinar. The webinar is for any upcoming artists, any new artists, any artists that's already out there. We bring you in, we show you different techniques on how to promote yourself. We show you how to get your name out there. Now it's not gonna make you a million dollars, but it could if you just follow the plan. But uh, it's mainly to help those artists that are coming out. They don't know how to get the music out. They don't know how to get their sound. They don't know how to get shows, different things like that. And what we're going to show them is how they can do that. Do you help with with the music too, or just the marketing right. side of it? I don't want to release too much because I know my, uh, <laughs> my partner we're talking to about it. Okay, but so it's going to help you out on the music part and the media part. So it's, so it's, it's going to be a lot more to it. Is it is definitely in working that we're going to have it where you're going to be able to see the media part of it and the music part and then the business part, so that you can promote yourself and get yourself out there as a brand because you're just branding. That's all it's about, Brandon. Right. Well, you heard it first, guys. So definitely, um, if you're interested, definitely check out Reggie Love. And, and, and when he gets those things going, I'm sure if by listening to his words today, he, he definitely has the, the ear and definitely has the heart to put you where to at least put you in the right direction. Now, he said he can't make you a millionaire. So don't get mad at him if, you know, he, he you go by the plan and you still sitting on the stoop that you started with. Right. Um, it's all on how much you want to work. So my last question right. of the day, brother, is this. Um, a world without music would be what? No sound. Ha! Yes, sir. And that's it, guys. Thank you for listening to Echo Spective, my Marquise. This is Reggie Love. We had him, man. I appreciate you. One more time, brother. Tell everybody how they can get in contact with you. 
If you want to book me through these shows or get any more information, make sure you check out ReggieLove2020 at gmail.com. And if you want to go to the website, make sure you go visit ReggieLoveMusic.com. And on all social media, hit me up, ReggieLove2020. Protecting me, never scared with the king, the G-O-A-T. I run and I be weary, no fear cause you were with me. Gonna walk and not gonna faint, your love strong like a tank. I just love hearing these stories from people. Uh, and you're probably sitting there listening to this going, stories like uh, this is the second one. Now I'll tell you, we've we've been talking to a lot of people. and We've got some stuff stockpiled. So mm-hmm. you, definitely subscribe to the show follow it like it make it a favorite whatever you got to do uh so you don't miss any upcoming episodes um but yeah uh, talking to these people that we've been talking to i think one of the overarching themes that i'm starting to see grow and especially in, in reggie's story is that um if you feel something inside of you that is pulling you whether you want to call that a calling um you know in in reggie's situation he felt like god was telling him what he needed to do um if that whole thing isn't your thing um you know maybe there's just this passion within you this fire and you know that you were built to do something to go in a certain direction in your life um it's just I've been so encouraged by hearing people who have done that (laughs) and, and it hasn't been easy, you know, sometimes you want to hear those stories and you go, well, you know, they just decided to follow their calling and then everything was hunky dory after that. But like, but you don't get to the meat and potatoes of it. You don't get to what, what pulled them into making um, the lifestyle that they've chosen. You know, and it's yeah. just it's powerful, you know, in Reggie's situation, how, you know, he he knew the sound of God in his, you know, in his heart and in his mind. And he just said, this is my call and this is where I need to be. No question asked. Um, yeah. And and don't and don't look back. A lot of people, they look back and, you know, and then they wonder what if. And it yes. seems like in his story, he has no what if it's, you know, I'm doing this and there's no other option. That's strong faith right there. Yeah. And, you know, he he's fine with not. I mean, obviously, he wants people to listen to his music and he wants to right. be to uh, obtain some level of success. But he knows he's not going to be Usher or anybody like that, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. I think I think if you you come to terms with what your reality is given your skill set and your opportunities and you go, you know what? I'm doing what I love to do. And it's within the, the confines of what's realistic. That's all I can expect. And, and to be happy with that. And that's hard. I mean, I, I deal with that kind of stuff all the time in my own life, you know, wishing for different outcomes or better success or, Mm. you know, to, to be a touring musician or, you know, whatever it is. Um, but I hope that you, the listener, as you're listening to this right now, if there's something going on in your life and you know, you need to make a change, like let, let this be that encouragement for you to go, oh, you know what? Like 
I'm hearing these other people and their stories and they did it. And it, it it's not going to be easy. I mean, it might be, but probably mm -hmm. not. <laughs> probably not. Probably um, not. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but, but, but like you said, like you don't want to live with the what ifs. Um, I'd rather try to do something I know I have a passion for and then find out that it's just not in the cards than to never even try yeah. and just live the rest of my life going, oh man, if I had just, if I had just done it. And I know that people had different circumstances and I'm not saying like, go quit your job and go be a roadie or something. I mean, maybe I am, I don't know. <laughs> maybe, yeah. maybe being a roadie pays better. Who knows? Um, but you know, you, you're going to have to look into as an individual, look into your own life and go kind of what makes sense for me, especially if you have a family, like you just can't be like, all right, I'm gone. Um, but you know, look at your circumstances and look at the things that you're actually able to achieve. And, you know, maybe, maybe this is the year that you go out and, and you start living your dream. Um, yeah, stand in it, stand in what you believe in and go after what that, go after what it is that, um, that, that you, that drives you. Um, and again, you, you might know, find out that it's just not going to work out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, sometimes but you never know, you yeah. never know unless you try. I mean, you never know and, and give it an honest try, you know, do all, do all the things that you, a lot of times it's the same thing that you've been doing for somebody else. You yes. know you can you're capable <laughs> yes. of doing it for yourself. Yeah. So Maybe it's that. it's really it's really not a big difference. I mean, of course, you know, things are going to be different, but the work and putting in the effort is the same. You know how to, you know how to do it. Just like you know, he 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 started off rapping, you know, he was a LL Cool J fan and he started off rapping, but his his rap didn't change when he, you know, when he started rapping for Christ, he knew how to rap. Right. He just changed his rapping, you know, so yeah. your your move may be something else. You may know how to do a certain type of thing, but you ha have this burning feeling inside that you want to do it. Well, do it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that means you start your own company. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe that yeah. means uh, you start a podcast mm. or you start a YouTube channel or I mean, and it doesn't even have to be something that big, you know, I'd, I, uh, Marquise, I just think speaking personally between the two of us, I, I think you and I have experienced a lot of, uh, pushing off mm. potential opportunities because, yes. because we were, we were kind of okay with living with the what ifs. And mm -hmm. then it just got to the point where we were like, you know, that that's not okay because my thoughts are always going to drive towards that feeling. So, right. you know, I, I, I know for myself, um, you know, I've thought about the podcast thing for a long time. Um, but sometimes you get worried about, how things are going to be received or you go, man, is it anyone even going to care? Is yeah. anyone even is going to listen? Because you think of the time that you have to put in and you start thinking, well, is it even going to be worth it? Because well, and then I you could say, be doing something else. 
And then you say, well, what do I have to say that anybody's going to care about? Right. And once I kind of got to that point, I was like, who knows? I might have something to say that somebody's going to care about. People we know might have something to say that somebody's going to care about. And as we're starting to see, like we mentioned at the top of the episode, somebody in Canada cares. Somebody in Germany cares. Somebody in mm -hmm. South Africa cares. <laughs> and, yeah. and, you know, you start to see those just small wins and these this movement towards that goal. And it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> now, are we going to be as, as big as the Joe Rogan podcast or, uh, you know, ESPN stuff or uh, armchair expert or stuff like that? Probably not. But those people also have their celebrity that are driving their podcast right. success so like we can't compare ourselves to that and right. if we did we'd probably this would probably be our last episode <laughs> yeah that would, we, that would be it would be short-lived because yeah, we'd be like I, you know our what, guys? Own, yeah our own expectations would be just too high i mean come on now yep but uh you know again like not saying say, we wouldn't welcome that one day now right. however we do Bobby understand reality yeah right. we do understand yep. reality like i was saying earlier you know <laughs> jump out there and and try that thing that you have a passion for, but also be realistic about it. Um, and, but, but don't let the fear of that reality keep you from trying to achieve a dream. You know, Michael Scott said that you miss a hundred percent of the shots you never take. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. Or was that Wayne Gretzky or Larry Bird or somebody? Well, whoever said it, they were right. That's right. <laughs> so, well, I think that wraps up this week's episode. Uh, so once again, happy Valentine's Day, everybody. I hope nobody ends up in the doghouse. Yeah. Um, yeah. Happy Valentine's Day. And I'm Marquise, y'all, man. And we, we, we got some great stuff. And I do thank you, man. That was a great interview, man. So, so guys, don't forget, check us out on all social networks, uh, Facebook, Twitter, the X, uh, Instagram. You can send us a message through email. Also, you can call us at 336-298-8124. That's 336-298-1, excuse me. Mm. That's 336-298-8124. Check us out, man. I enjoy y'all. Hey, Nate, you got something you want to say? Th thank you all for for listening uh we have just so much in the chamber locked and loaded and ready to go uh, i was doing some scheduling the other day um scheduling of releases and scheduling of interviews so mm. the the wheels are turning man and oh yeah reach out to us we'd love to hear you until awesome. until next week i'm nathan i'm marquise echospective that's right see you next time this day, this day, and music 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 day. This day, this day.
music. This day, this day in music, 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 this in this day in music, 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 this day in music. February 14th, y'all, and it is Valentine's Day. Y'all already know what it is. Happy Valentine's Day to all of you that have Valentine's and all of you that don't have Valentine's. And me, happy Valentine's Day. As we continue on, I'm going to give you my gift, which is This Day in Music. Let's start it off with 1965. Otis Redden recorded R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Respect. But check this throwback story out, though. It initially used it was written music by Otis Redding for Speedo Slim and his band, The Singing Demons. And no, that song never came out, but he wrote it for Speedo Slim and his band, The Singing Demons. But it didn't work out so much, so Otis Redding went ahead and recorded it himself, which also he had some help for all of you all true R&B heads out there, the guitars from Booker T and the MGs, Steve Croper. He helped produce that track and made it top five on the R&B singles chart until none other than the great Aretha Franklin came and made it a number one hit and a feminist anthem two years later. Isn't that crazy? Man, I bet you Speedo Slim and his band, the singing demons, demons, demons. Yeah, they were, they were singing. But can you imagine how that song would have went if Speedo Slim and his band, the singing demons, 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 demons. Will we be talking about respect? Nah, you know what? This day, this day, 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 in 2019, Kanye West hired a great in the jazz lane, y'all. Kenny G to play the sax in a room full of roses for Kim Kardashian as as a Valentine's Day surprise. Day, she did not even know that she was going to walk in a room. Close your eyes for a second. Remember, just imagine you walking in a room. You open your eyes as a room full of roses. And then all of a sudden you hear Kenny G just getting it. Just Kenny G spotlight just on him and spotlight on the roses. Man, who said love Man, was dead? Who said, Go ahead, Kanye. Who said, huh? Oh. Uh, okay. Um, this day in music, 2003. In music. In 2003, stolen real to real studio recordings by the Beatles were found in Australia. Are you serious? Police found the tapes of the band's 1968 The Abbey Road and The White Album. Get this, after they were advertised for sale in a Sydney newspaper. Really? All they had to do was wait a couple more years. They could have got Facebook, X, and music. Scammers gonna scam even they were hustling back then. 2003 weren't that long ago. They were selling news on the Sydney newspaper in the wanted ads. Can you imagine opening up your newspaper and you saying, hey, I got some 1968 rare Beatles real to real. Yeah, the police came and said, yeah, give me that right there. That's us. Right there. That's us. This damn music. February the 14th, 1999, Lenny Kravitz scored his first UK single with Flyway, and it went number 12 in the U.S. It also won him a Grammy for Best Male Rock. Go ahead, Lenny Kravitz, L. Kravitz, L. Kravitz, L. Kravitz, L. Kravitz. This damn music, 1992, the film Wayne's World featured appearances from Meatloaf and Alice Cooper, premiered in the U.S. Freebie alert. 
the song Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen and music and music boosted the song to number two in the US charts. 20 years after the song was released, 20 years after that song was released, it hit number two on the charts for the first for the first in the US. Wayne's World did that. This day in music. In 1987, check this out. Bon Jovi started a four-week run at number one on the U.S. single charts for his song, Living on a Prayer. Yeah. This was the group's second U.S. number one and was number four in the U.K. This day in music. Hey, yo, check this out. 1986, February 14th, Frank Zappa appeared on an episode of the television series Miami Vice as a crime boss. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Frank Zappa, yo. 1986, this day, six in music. Let's go. 81, the Funky Four plus one, it was four dudes and one girl became the first hip-hop group to appear on a U.S. national television show when they appeared and performed that song, That's the Joint, on Saturday Night on Saturday. The show was hosted by Blondie's Debbie Harry, who later asked the group to open up for her on a tour, but the CEO, Sylvia Robinson from Sugar Hill Records, she was like, nah, and y'all know the famous Sugar Hill Records that, you know, that was the one of the first hip-hop record labels. Sugar Hill Gang was on it, um, you know, Funky 4 Plus 1, you know, that's the joint, which is a classic hip-hop song uh, they performed on a Saturday Night Live for the first time. The first hip-hop group first hip -hop to perform on live TV. Funky 4 plus 1. This day in music. Today, February 14th, 1970, U.S. singer-songwriter Janice Ann received 461 Valentine's Day cards after indicating in a song lyric of hers at 17, she had never received any. So she got 461 Valentine's Day cards, 1977, just because of a song at 17 in the lyrics. It says she never received them. So the fans were like, all right, well, <laughs> you got some now. They some now. Yep. Hey, so let's do some birthdays for February the 14th. Who was born on Valentine's Day? Valentine. Hey, how about Rob Thomas with Matchbox 20? He was born 1972. Happy birthday, man. <laughs> um, let's let's see who else was born on this day. Let's go with uh, Gregory Hines, American uh, dancer, actor, Gregory choreographer, Hines. and singer. He was considered one of the most celebrated tap dancers of all time. Gregory Hines, 1946, February 14th. In music. Rest in power, my man. He passed away August 9th, 2003. All right, so let's go with Maceo Parker. He was an American funk and soul jazz saxophonist, best known for his work with James Brown. He was born 1943, February 14th. Happy birthday to all you out there that are having a birthday on Valentine's Day and hope you get double gifts. This is coming to you in news from this day in music. Oh wait, let's let's got I got one more special, one more special in music to get to you in the music. Let's do February 14th. 
1973. David Boy was knocked unconscious and carried off stage after an excited fan rushed the stage. He was excited enough to where he knocked David Bowie unconscious and carried him off the stage at a concert at the Radio City Music Hall in New York City. Get this, he was performing the name of this song, Rock and Roll Suicide. Marinate on that for a second. Got it. That was the final song of that show, and that's the final information I'm gonna give you on this Valentine's Day, February 14th, 2024. I'm Marquise Echo Spective. See you next week. This day, this day, this day, this day, in music, in music, in music, in music, this day, day, in music, in music, in music. Echospective was recorded and produced in Mockingbird Studios, brought to you by Marquise Burke and Nathan Sieg, and in part by their respective families. We thank you all so much for pushing us to strive for excellence. And we thank you, the listener. Your support means everything.